and welcome to Control Alt Delete. What up? Is it really episode thirty? Are we missing? We miss is, No, this is episode thirty. Oh, geez. we are there, my friend. Hell yeah! I am That's awesome. your host, Buck Blind, on the left side of your screen, and on the right side of your screen, we have our other host, Mister Bioshock. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Not too bad. And, uh, yeah, it's been a little bit. Yeah, so like what, some, two or three, three, three weeks. weeks at this point, I believe. Yeah. Had some other stuff going on. Yeah. Random little sick, things. Yeah, I was sick for all last sickness. all last yeah. week. Food poisoning for like six straight days. Wonderful. I mean, to be fair, like all the stuff we would have covered the last couple weeks would have been changed by today right. basically. So it's not like you guys are missing out on stuff. I'm sure we'll have to fix up some stuff for say today next week or something for sure and the music up just a little bit i don't know how eh, yeah it's probably fine there we go um anyway let's jump into it uh so we have the resets two days ago so this week's yep. affixes are tyrannical incorporeal and spiteful so uh, incorporeal, make sure you've got your uh, your paralysis, your demon cages in prison, all your good stuff that you need for wait, it's, to CC wait a second. those. Hmm? Can you CC those with stuns, or is it just like with CCs? You can with stuns, but the stuns but will it's still only... long enough. Yeah, so it they stay up for twenty seconds, so they have to be stopped for twenty seconds. Um, okay, so, so I can so find them a rogue. Yes. So if you okay. use if you use a stun, it will work and it'll stay stunned for the duration. But once the, start, once the stun's okay. over, it'll start casting again. Yeah. So like, yeah. really, the only good stuns to use on it would be like uh, Paladin's Hammer of Justice because it's like a six second stun, so that gives time for people to yeah. get get taken care of. Or a cheap shot stun would also be good. Um, yeah. But yeah, usually it's best to just get a permanent. So a permanent handle on it uh, i mean starting not starting but like when the next patch comes out i guess because they started the next patch the incorporeal like things i can be taken care of by rogues with their aoe blind that's on a 40 second cooldown true true that'll be good yeah so that's kind of cool yeah. i think they'd have lineup for every every one too wouldn't they i think so if yeah because i think it's i think, think the the blind's like a 40 seconds, 40 something second cooldown, I thought. I'm trying to remember if it's 30 seconds or 45. I think it's 45 seconds that they. For, it waits. For... I think a corporeal is a 45 second cooldown before they. So every 45 oh, okay. seconds, anywhere from zero to two can spawn. But sometimes none yeah. spawn at all. Uh, those are the I've, best spawn numbers. <laughs> I think I did like half of a Vortex Pinnacle and like hardly saw any until like the second half of the dungeon. Right. <laughs> just like that rg but uh in other news oh Let's that's right, right. we're gonna go ahead and cover this real quick because uh people may have already noticed people who listen regularly may have already noticed so we have Hello, some pilots. new lo-fi beats from blizzard which is what we are currently playing i know you can't hear it 
file. No. <laughs> so we We're... currently have playing instead of our typical music. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we've got the the wow lo-fi beats chilling in the background. So they're they're pretty good. I like them. I like them. Yeah, I I like the ones that they released in Shadowlands because they had like uh kind of like a different like sound for each of the covenants. Gotcha. So that was pretty cool. Cause, like I used to like uh, yeah, you used, used to even recently I actually just listened to a little bit, but like I listened to like their uh the mix they had and it was like eight hours something like that i don't know but nice yeah this is a three it was hour it was mix. good so it's a three hour mix they said they are it is going to be coming to spotify in next month i believe is what they said oh that's cool so but yeah check out the uh, the youtube uh it's on the world of warcraft youtube page a three hour video so you know it's got some nice little music with jaina is the yep jaina me jaina is lo-fi girl basically or yep. whatever yeah they uh nice little parody that they did yeah um yes anyway on to what you were talking about the blizzcon bundles are now out and available to yep. be bought i bought mine a little bit ago you want to take yeah, us through you want to take us through some one of the stuff that's in there uh yeah for some reason i don't have the link um uh hold on it's gone Okay, so, uh, sorry, I had to bring them up. So they, they, so they, this, for this BlitzCon, you have, like, the two, you have the, the, uh, the Epic Pack and the Legendary Pack. Right. Um, so the, they, each, so, like, obviously the, the Legendary Pack will have everything that the, the Epic Pack has, plus more. But some of the things that you can get, uh, with just, with just Epic Pack is some Diablo stuff, like, a, like, a, like a mount, uh, a flag, and, like, a, appearance of some sort then you have some overwatch stuff with like looks like i actually don't know points for chess i don't know uh that what that icon is really but there's some harsh old stuff so i know uh legend like that um they have the uh, the world of warcraft one and the epic pack is just the blizzcon banner you can place it down and then you can click it and the banner goes onto your back for like an hour and it's a pretty cool looking banner actually and it's like a couple minute cooldown so you can have it on yourself permanently if you really wanted to uh you get a little pet a little murloc just cool too nice. and then we the, the legendary pack comes with another mount for diablo for the diablo 4 game uh some more uh, i think the back of the cards is what the thing is for hearthstone yes yeah card so, card pack backs yeah, and then we have like some skins for uh, Overwatch and some stuff for the WoW Rumble thing. Is that what it's called? The, uh, is probably, it the WoW yes. Game? I have not played it, so I, I have no idea how that works. Yeah, I don't know either, but they have stuff for that too. <laughs> and then, of course, they have the BlizzCon mount for World of Warcraft players and the Legendary Pack, which is uh, like an interesting take on like an elemental, kind of. Right, and obviously, because I... BlizzCon, they usually have like a like a winter theme to a lot of their stuff that they have at BlizzCon. So it kind of matches into that too, so. Yeah, and I still uh, feel like the mount looks like the one we just got for uh, the trading post. I don't know. I like well, that. You're the, about, the, about the, the trading, one? Yeah, the trading post mount that we just got looks a lot like the one for the BlizzCon one, I feel like. I, I don't 
I don't think so, personally. I thought it looked really similar. Like, whenever you showed me the BlizzCon one yesterday, I thought you were on the Infernal mount. Uh, if you go on the Infernal, then back and forth, you'll see pretty big differences. But yeah, you, you'll see. Just yeah. just test it out later. But the... Uh, uh, let's see, I guess it says right here. So the Diablo has the horses, Overwatch has the skins, as well as the Season 7 Premium Battle Pass. Hearthstone, a mystery signature legendary card. Yeah, and Warcraft Rumble, the Murloc Tower skin. I don't know, I think maybe that game is like a tower defense, maybe? Is that what I'm I, I getting the no theme of? I, I honestly, to be honest, I've never heard about it until I bought this pack and I was like, oh. <laughs> I've, I've another heard game. about it, but I just I just don't know what it is. I yeah. don't think it's available for the I, I like I feel like it's still in beta right now, but I, I could be wrong on that. I don't know. Um, it's very cartoonish, lot. so it'll it'll go well to mobile games that are already out. Yeah, like I believe it's supposed to be a mobile meal. game. Yeah, so that's pretty cool because uh I mean like I, I don't really play mobile games that often. But I'm actually considering testing it out just because it, it looks interesting. And gotcha. I mean, mobile games are fun to do when, when you're like just chilling in bed or something. Yeah. Right, yes. I think, so I think the price is actually not that bad. I think for Canadian wise, I think I paid 64 for the Epic pack or Legendary pack, I mean. Where the epic pack was like 38 or something so it's it's really not that expensive gotcha yeah anyway anyways yeah that's that's that yep and uh the other next news we, the news we have is we do have a new permanent augment rune coming in the next patch uh, the dreambound augment rune uh, it is now hundred thousand gold yes. and you must yep. be 18 renowned with the uh, the new faction that'll, that could take a month or two eh? <laughs> yeah that'll take a little bit of uh getting there i still am not even max renowned with loam nifim i got it i got a real good strong start and was like renowned eight or nine like, like after the this. first couple weeks and then i just i've barely done anything down there I need to yeah. pick that back up just to max it out because my Demon Hunter has all the other Renowns maxed out, so I might as well max out that one as well. Yeah. But uh, we'll, we'll we'll get that done eventually, before the end of the expansion. Yeah, I, I now, my question, I, I think I already know the answer, but I'm just going to throw it out there. Um, do you think that Augment Rune will be account-wide? No. I highly doubt it. No, it's never been account-wide. Yeah, I didn't think so either. I was like, I think it maybe for the price of 100k, maybe they'll make it like a toy kind of deal, like a, no. I don't know. I, I Blizzard's I not just, that nice. They want you. They want you to buy more wild thinking. tokens. Yeah, wishful <laughs> thinking. It's and going over real quick. It's double the price of the last couple expansions where mm -hmm. they had their permanent run. I think his last three were all around 50k. Yes. So I, I don't know. I don't know. I. I 100k, I mean, I have the gold, and I'm gonna get it. Same, yeah. But it's just, it's just, it's just I'll, expensive. I'll get it on my Demon Hunter, because my Demon Hunter is the only one that's probably gonna max out Renown with that group. So, True. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, know. if I'm doing it on my Rogue, I'm not doing it on any other, any other tunes. Yeah. 18, if it was, like, Renown 10, I'd consider doing it for alts, but 18, that's a lot. Yeah, the most, the most I would do would be my Demon Hunter, and then my Monk. 
Um, yeah. I will probably... I don't know if I'll have to get that for Race to World first stuff, but we'll see. Maybe. Um, anyway. But yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's coming out, so feel free to uh, save up some gold and farm your renown and get that. Yeah. Alright, so our next subject here, we have uh, the Oasis Charity Event, which Oasis is an EU guild. I believe they, they might also have an NA1, I'm not sure. But they are doing a charity event throughout the month of October. And that is the Spooktacular Streamathon 2023. Uh, it is in partnership with Raider.io, uh, Dungeon Jojo, and the guild Honolulu. Um, they cool. are working on raising money for Gamers Outreach, uh, which okay. is, I believe, an organization that works with like, uh, mental health crisis type situations for gamers, stuff like that. It just helps with promoting good mental health and all that kind of stuff. So good cause check them out um so this is going on they've do they've had all sorts of events going on nearly every week two three four events a week usually um yeah so they've got some nice casters for our uh event here we've got a dean bowser kexman which a lot of you may know kexman from the method uh race for world first events um you got party p uh, Patience B, Sam Talks. I believe he works a lot with uh, Liquid and their Race World First stuff. And you also have Thor. Um, so these guys are our casters. Some of the casters that they've got. I think they probably have a few more as well. Um, and then they have different monetary goals for donating. So we've got $500 is a donut challenge, uh, I believe. I don't know if they've hit this or not yet. They might have hit some of these goals already. Uh, but yes, the donut challenge, thousand dollars shouldn't shave their eyebrows. Oh jeez, fifteen hundred Thor will be dyeing his hair. Uh, Two thousand dollars, they've got a hot ones challenge. I imagine that's hot wings. Oh, I um, bet. Yeah. Twenty five hundred dollars. Sam talks versus Pilk. Honestly, not sure what that is. <laughs> it's a boxing match. Uh, it could be. <laughs> you never know. Uh, three thousand dollars. A wow spelling bee. That would be interesting to see. That could be really yep. interesting to watch. Really hilarious to watch. Thirty-five hundred dollars. Caster face tattoos. <laughs> I. You asked me this a minute ago whether these are real tattoos or like a temporary one. I don't know. Um. Yeah, I, would I, I don't know. Not permanent. If it was permanent, I think it would be five thousand. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's not um, worth it. That's a face commitment. Yes, it is. Yeah, I'm not sure if I would imagine they're probably like some henna tattoos or something. I don't know. Girl. Uh, but you never know. Maybe, maybe we've got yeah, some really committed casters. You never know. Yeah. Uh, and then the four thousand, forty-five hundred, and five thousand milestones are all mystery milestones. Uh, I'm not sure what those are going to be. I don't have quite that inside of a view. <laughs> but uh yes so those are the oasis events that are going on uh give me one second here and i'll let you know this week they've got um tonight they currently i think they're currently live actually uh they've got villain key mythic plus keys going on right now um tomorrow night we've got some north american key carries so they do have stuff going on in the na side uh then on saturday They've got uh, some more NA key carry and some Scriblio art. 
so check that out. They are at twitch.tv slash oasis underscore wow. Uh, so check out that stream. Donate some money to help out a good cause. Um, and then also on October 28th, and I'll have more information as we get closer to this, but October 28th, uh, I believe it is 6 a.m. Eastern and noon until noon, somewhere in that range. Um, actually, I don't know if it's until, I don't know what the duration is, but I think it starts at 6 a.m. Eastern. Uh, there will be a speed leveling uh, event that's going on. It's like a speed leveling bingo card event. So, uh, from my understanding, you get points for like gaining levels and knocking out tasks on the bingo cards. I'm not sure yet of the full rules, but that I will be participating in that. Um, so, tune in. Uh, you know, some of y'all might may be asleep at that point in time when we start, but tune in once you get once you wake up and check that out and see what's going on. Yeah, but uh, that'll be October 28th. It is a Saturday. And next up. Uh, when is 10.2 releasing? So there's a lot of speculation that it'll be November 7th. Uh, that's that is, the weekend after BlizzCon, right? Yes, that is the Tuesday right after BlizzCon. I... Yeah, it's definitely not going to be before BlizzCon. At least I highly doubt yeah, it. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. They're not going to have... Well, so here's the thing. It's guaranteed it will not be before BlizzCon because yeah. they have the guild clash going on. Um, uh. So you've got... Four top guilds, Method, uh, Liquid, Echo, and I can't remember who the other guild is. My apologies to them. It's the big three and then another. <laughs> I think it's Golden oh. Guardians. It's Golden Guardians, I think. Um, I, I want to say that's who it is. Uh, guild Clash BlizzCon. Is... Yes, Golden Guardians is the force. Yeah, oh, okay. Echo, Golden Guardians, Liquid, and Method. So they've mm. got that. They've got uh, uh, 3v3 arena PvP. They've got Mythic Plus dungeon races. And then um, a new content showcase is the only info they have for the third event for the Guild Clash. Um. So I don't know what that means. That could be maybe it's a it's a battleground thing. I, you know who knows. Do not know. But uh, yeah, so they it's a guarantee we won't have it launched before BlizzCon because otherwise your four you know three three of your race to world top well your top three race to world first guilds will be at BlizzCon instead of getting ready for the raid. Uh, right. So I yeah. I True. I do not expect that we'll see it in the seventh or on on uh, before BlizzCon. The seventh seems to be when most people are speculating it. I would agree. Probably the seventh is when it's going to launch. My question though is, are we going to have it? Patch comes out, and then a week later the raid launches, or will the raid launch right as the patch comes out? I don't know. Uh, but I think I think ten point, I think ten point two comes out on 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 uh, November seventh is my guess. Yeah. Um, it's it's okay. possible it comes out the week after, but my guess is the raid will come out the week after. Mm. What are your thoughts? I I I like to make a good point. People are gonna be at BlizzCon, you know, they're gonna be busy for a while, so it makes sense for it not to be before, obviously. 
uh, like there's no chance before BlizzCon. Um, I, if it's not the week after, it's the week after that. There's like, right? Uh, yeah, there's, they're not gonna hold it off for that much longer when they have like, yeah. They well, done, I, they actually they, they did a lot of testing this this 10.2, I think, which is yeah. pretty good. And the other thing I think that makes it probably 11.7 the most likely is that they don't want to launch it right before Thanksgiving. Like, do we don't. Because you got Thanksgiving here in America. I know you Canadians do it at a different time, but here in America, yeah, we already had it. <laughs> we have Thanksgiving. Should be the twenty third or the thirtieth. I think it's twenty third because yeah, it's twenty third. So that's actually pushing it really close. Is it the twenty third? One second here. They're good. It's, it's I think it's the twenty yeah it's the twenty third that's actually pretty early on so I'd say I'm gonna say we get November seventh patch and raid comes out November seventh right off the bat okay because otherwise you give your raiders uh, the raiders have a week and a day to get the raid completed before Thanksgiving yeah. So I think November seventh we get the uh, release for both the patch and the uh, raid. The raid, okay. Cool. All right. Um, Take us into the uh, ten point two content. content. Okay, so if you don't know and you play Boomkin, you're gonna be very happy because they're finally adding um, Boomkin appearances, like for the for the the Moonkin form. Uh, it's pretty cool because. Like that's something that they've never had, because uh, in Legion, the Mage Tower gave them a weapon, and not an appearance like Guardian and Feral. Uh, so it's cool for Balancers to get that kind of attention, because they I think, like, appearance-wise, was needed if we want to be playing in a Boomkin spectrum. So uh, if you haven't seen them, go ahead and take a look. They're very cool. There's um, uh, I think. There's multiple appearances. Uh, I'm looking right now. I got one, two, three, four, five, six, five or six appearances. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I checked them out. I'm not sure exactly how you get them. You have to do something to get them. And from what I was reading earlier, I think one of the appearances you get from killing Firax. So interesting. So yeah, you uh, actually, yeah. so yeah, you have a lot. There's several different actual colors, and yeah. then you have different antler different. styles as well. Yeah. Um, now, yeah. I will say this: while these models definitely look better than the current Boomkin model, um, you're still a giant chicken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then also, uh, so then my question is: what about um, other? Uh, like the uh, the Kul'tirans, they don't. I think the Kul'tirans and the Zandalari trolls, they don't look like chickens. They have different bird appearances. So are they getting customizations or no? Yes, it's it's forever. It's for all boomkins. Well, what I'm saying is they don't use the boom chickens. Like that's not their that's not their boomkin form. Oh, so, so how it works? How how the feral works? You go to the like the, the barber or whatever, and you can pick your parents from like in the in the when you go into the barber shop. There's like tabs, like how you could change like your cap form and your bear form no, no, and I'm, stuff. Not that I'm saying so. Like like Zandalari trolls, when they are in boomkin yeah. form, they are not a chicken. They are a completely know, but... different type of bird. They're a dinosaur type bird. 
So it doesn't yeah, fit with any of these customers. Will they? Yeah, yeah. I don't feel like they would be able to change that. I feel like this would only be normal uh, class druids. Uh, from what I'm seeing, it just says uh, customization for balanced druids in general for Mukin form. So I'm just going no, right here. Full, full transformation likely encapsulate forms that deviate from the base one, like Kul'Tiran or Zandalari troll forms. So. Okay, I see. Okay, so they have a full transformation okay. ability, which so that yeah. so it looks like you will be able to do that from this. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's what I was wondering because they because yeah they have like Kultirans have a weird skeleton bird looking thing, and Zandalari yeah. have like the dinosaur bird thing. They both look terrible, yeah. but they do look terrible. Um, so does the regular Boomkin as well. But even yeah. these like these are still these are definitely an improvement, and having customization is always great. But at the end of the day, you're still a giant chicken. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if we covered it, but I'll just quickly go over it as well. So we don't have it in our notes, but um, like I said, I don't know if we covered it. But I think if it, I don't know if it's out right now for next patch. All the appearances for like the warlocks demons, I think that's out right now actually. I think it came out in point seven. Um, the, the Warlock has like the new Imp, Succubus, uh, Fell Hunter, Voidwalker, Bellguard, all that stuff. They have different appearances for that as well. So that's pretty cool to get some like more customization for classes that really haven't had any customizations for that kind of stuff in a long time. For sure. Yep. Um you wanna take us through the crest being currency now? Yes. So don't be alarmed when you start getting <laughs> when you're finishing dungeons and you don't see anything bags because it goes right to your currency tab um and I think they're sticking with the uh, 12 for finishing key and uh, and timing it and 5 for finishing key and not timing it uh it'll just be full on dream dream crest um do they have to uh is it still like you make like like uh 15 into like a, a big one or how does that work yeah it'll still be uh well no so what it'll be is just uh, more general. so if if you when you're yeah when you're upgrading it'll cost 15 crests to upgrade like oh, one okay. one level um so okay. it'll still it'll all still be the same thing it's essentially yeah. what has happened is they're getting rid of the crest fragments and the crests are taking the place of the crest fragments yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. So that's it's it's handy because like it takes up when you're doing like all the content and you're progressing through. You have like a lot of like extra ones. Yeah. Uh, I I spent selling like my well played ones because like there's no use for them. Right. But it'd be nice to have it like just out of my bags in general, just handy. Yeah, I've been holding um, on to mine just because I'm hoping I was hoping they would get some kind of use, but probably. Uh, because I think once 10.2 comes out, actually, this is probably a good thing to take note of. When 10. Point, I noticed on on PTR, um, they your, your frag, yeah, all your fragments and crests from this season are just gone. So I yeah, would say when you are done upgrading everything and patch 10.2 is the next day, sell ever sell all of them because that's because otherwise you're just going to disappear. Uh, yeah. So I, I would definitely recommend just selling them. Uh, at yeah. the end, if if they haven't given us something else to spend them on, which I don't think they will. Yeah. 
But um, now there are uh, so so to get the enchanted thing, there is something else that you, I'm not sure. I haven't looked exactly how it works. I think it's a vendor that for the the cost of fifteen. Um, so for the cost of like fifteen aspect dreaming crest, you get a single item that is a reagent, and you still need to have four of that item in order to okay. then craft the enchanted aspect dreaming crest. Right. Um, they have it currently on the PTR, and it was a vendor that you buy it from. So my guess is yeah. in game when it goes live, it'll be a vendor that you buy it from. I don't know who that vendor will be, how it's all gonna work, but yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see soon. Yeah, uh, you want to take us through the PTR testing? All right. So let's see here for the uh, yes, the Mythic Plus stuff. So we have some uh, testing going on this week that has started uh, today, a little while back, um, and then going to go on till Monday. Uh, all eight dungeons are available, and we do have some timer changes. Um, so we've got uh, Galakron's Fall has dropped by one minute to 35 instead of 36. Uh, Murazon's Rise dropped from 39 to 37, so it's a two, minute, uh, two minutes less. Waycrest Manor went from 39 minutes to 36 minutes and 40 seconds. I don't know why they have 40 seconds in there. It might as well just be 37 minutes instead. I, I don't know. It seems weird. It's the only dungeon that doesn't end on a solid just minute. Yeah. So, I don't know. But that was a 2 minute and 20 second reduction. Black Rook Hold went from 39 minutes to 36 minutes. So that's a 3 minute reduction. And Everbloom dropped from 35 to 33. So, there's a 2 minute reduction. So, yeah. a bit of a, uh, a buff to the dungeons. Because it makes them, you know, less time. You have, makes them slightly harder to complete on time. But, quite mm -hmm. frankly... I mean, I, I don't think most of these dungeons will take that long anyway. I think you're looking at 25 to 30 minutes is how long it'll take most of these dungeons to get done. Yeah. But, uh, yep, get in there, test out some dungeons. I know we're going to be working on getting some guides in, yeah. in the, uh, the dungeons so that I can work on my guides tonight. Mm -hmm. So we'll have that going on. Um, and then, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, okay, so... Moving on, we have one last thing to touch on, which is the most recent. Most recent. I actually before that, I got one more thing. I wanted to say before I forget. <laughs> All right. If you don't notice, if you haven't noticed, there's a lot of people playing Hardcore Classic right now for the Makara tournament at the end of the month. It's by Starforge PCs. They're hosting it, and it's a hundred thousand prize pool. Winner takes fifty grand. And then the rest is kind of spread out among the top dike of their classes. My understanding is, is that all the classes will be fight between themselves until you have a winner, and then they'll face off against other classes. So if you're a hunter, you're going to face another hunter, and you should keep going through that until you get, until you're the, like, say, the number one hunter, and then you fight the number one of a different class. Um, so there's a, a lot of people uh, really playing because like they they announced it i think last week and the server was gonna be on so everyone had to start fresh so you couldn't have like an advantage and uh so there's a lot of people spending a lot of time trying to get the 60 as fast as they can so they can start getting the best gear possible so they have the most time to gear up because like that's it's 
it's not like you just gear up really easily, you know? Right. So you have to spend a lot. You have to spend a lot of time gearing up, and you have, but you have to be careful at the same time because if you're like if you're geared and you die, your character is deleted. You have to start over again. Yep. So yeah, so that, that's something that to uh, to watch the end of the month. I think it's the thirtieth or thirty. Is that thirty first October? Yeah. Yeah. It's 30, either thirty yeah, first. It's like either thirtieth or thirty first. Okay. Yeah. Um. So that's that'd be interesting to watch. It'll probably be a couple days long i would imagine because they have a lot of people that really signed up for it so yeah i know uh some streamers that i watched a little bit recently have been all just like uh advertising it because they have it in their names they they go uh, sfmg in the back of their name to be part of like the the grouping um so i have the dates here if you want them yeah go for it yeah so, character creation started on October 6th. Okay, uh, yeah. The leveling dates are the 6th to the 30th. Yep. Qualifiers are on the 30th, and the finals are on the 31st of October. Okay. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, that's something that'd be interesting to watch. I don't play hardcore. I don't play vanilla. But I'm still probably going to watch it, because that's uh, it's pr pretty exciting, I think. I think it's pretty cool to have a, a company invest into WoW. Because uh, it's just good for the game itself to have more exposure and have more people playing i think it's good for the game right uh so yeah i, I know that blizzard hasn't contributed anything to this tournament so I, I, I don't know if they would it's already basically done with with this uh starforge pcs but yeah 100k is uh is a good chunk of money and being a winner and getting 50 grand for playing some wow is it's awesome for sure so yeah, so I just wanted to say that before I forgot about it. It's uh, something to watch. It'll be fun. Um, anyone can anyone can play it. If you want to just try, go for it. Right. And speaking uh, of hardcore uh, classic, um, I will. I want to give a shout out to the Guild Frontier and congratulate them on their oh, uh, yeah. world first uh, Kalphalas kill. On um, heroic, yeah. Heroic mode. Yep. On hard on hardcore mode, yeah. Hard, hardcore mode, yeah. Hardcore. Uh, yeah, one of the uh, one of the raiders for them, uh, Grimmel, is uh, part of our race for world first team as well. So congratulations yeah. to him and uh, Frontier on a big accomplishment. I think yeah, they had like insane. six people die right before they killed it. So, oh jeez, <laughs> they still got the kill though. You know, they still got the kill. Yeah. So that's that's what matters. Yeah. But, uh, all right, let's yeah. jump into that class too. Now. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, so I've been I'll, dying I'll, to go over all this. I, I'm gonna let you cover the demon hunter stuff first because you know more about it than me. Right. So you just go through Havoc and Vengeance and kind of give your opinion, and then we can go into some other classes. Yep. Um, all right. So concentrated sigils has been removed. Thank goodness. Next, I just need to get rid of precise sigils too. Uh, precise and concentrated sigils. There's no point in either of them. Nobody. What used... exactly is concentrated? No con concentrated sigils. I believe is the one that um, targets player i believe okay. let me double check that concentrated sigils uh, i don't know them that well because i never use them but the uh, the big thing but yes concentrated sigil makes all sigils target where you're at the player the precise oh, okay. sigils targets whatever enemy you're targeting that um okay 99 of people that are playing demon hunter at you know a somewhat decent level 
uh, you're not using that anyway. You're using a cursor macro, so it's gonna you you don't care about those. However, uh, there's been a bug where cursor macros, um, if you if you swap from one spec to the other, then all of a sudden your cursor macros for the sigils don't work unless you have the concentrated or precise sigils in there, you know, selected as a talent anyway. Um, but then if you have that selected, it overrides your cursor macro. So it was really dumb. Uh, but wow. precise sigils is still in there. It needs to go away. Uh, but the bigger thing that was good was that with these changes for, for uh, 10.2, uh, currently on live, uh, the concentrated and precise sigils, those two talents, because it's a choice you get to pick one or the other, they also increase the duration of your sigils by two seconds. That is really strong, but yeah. it forces you to have to pick one of those two sigil types, and nobody wants that because we can everything those sigils that those talents do we can do with a macro uh, yeah. without having to have the talent. So it's really dumb that it forces us to pull into those. But they remove the two second uh, duration extension on that, and that's now part of its own separate talent on the Vengeance Tree uh, build. So that act actually has been taken care of. So that's excellent. Now you don't have to take concentrated sigils because it's gone, and you don't have to take precise sigils because it's just not necessary anymore. Um, it's yeah. still in there. They honestly should just get rid of it as well, but whatever. Yeah. Um, so for Havoc, we have Tactical Retreat and Unbound Chaos swap talent locations. Uh, Burning Hatred now generates an additional 40 Fury. Inner Demon now reduces damage beyond five targets. Initial damage bonus reduced to 18% instead of 20 and chaotic disposition chaos damage duplicated reduced to 17% plus 21%. However, that still hits like a truck. That's insane. Uh, yeah. The big thing I, I think we want to talk about is Fel Barrage and Emulation Aura. Uh, so Fel yep. Barrage uh, it was really, really strong. They've nerfed it. I think it's still going to be really strong in lower keys. But I think the longer fights goes on, the Emulation Aura talent, I, mean, I can't remember what it's called. Um, but it's it causes you to have two charges of Immolation Aura, and it has, what, a 30% chance to reset yep. the cooldown, or to, to yep. refund a charge. Yeah. And then it also just um, it allows you to have multiple applications of Immolation Aura going at once, and mm. on a longer duration fight, that is going to be so strong, in my opinion, um, yeah. having the, the Immolation Aura. So I think it's going to be really good for AoE. Um, on to Vengeance... We have the Dark Boon, Dark Glare Boon and the Sigil of Misery talents. Oh, that's actually not Sigil of Misery. They messed that up. That's actually Sigil of Chains is what swapped. Um, so Dark Glare Boon and Sigil of Chains have swapped talent locations. This one I love. Fell Devastation cooldown reduced to 40 seconds instead of one minute. That is huge. Uh, that yeah, is put, so put huge. They put it in line with Havoc's Eye Beam. Yes, that's which so is, which huge. Is good. Uh, Fiery Brand now deals damage every second instead of every two seconds, but it is it deals half the damage that it normally dealt, so it still deals the same amount of damage over ten seconds. It's whatever. It's just a ticking. It's just a mechanic-wise. Um, it yeah. doesn't really make any difference. However, yeah. the Burning Alive talent now causes Fiery Brand to spread every second instead of every two seconds. That is very big for quickly getting damage <laughs> mitigation up. Um, to enemy mobs and like mythic plus and any aoe situation because originally for two seconds you have five targets it takes 10 full seconds for fiery brand to spread to everything now it only takes five yeah. seconds that's huge that is absolutely huge 
Um, so I love that change. Um, yeah. But I do think that a lot of the other changes for Vengeance, uh, Sigil of Flame was in, was buffed quite a bit. It's going to give it much more threat generation than it has in the past, which is excellent because that's one thing we were lacking on. Um, let's see here. What else did I say? The, uh, I think there's some interesting play builds with the Sigil of Flame because there's a, a lot of talents on the Vengeance side that buff your sigils and i think it's going to be an interesting build uh i definitely want to try it out at some point and see how it plays i'm looking forward yeah. to that i do think defensively vengeance is gonna still struggle a little bit but i think the uh the the the, the buff to fell devastation and the the fact that metamorphosis is now a two minute cooldown once you take the correct talents that's big for vengeance because that's always been our biggest issue is defensively we don't have enough defensive cooldowns. We only we have, we're lacking compared to all the other tanks have way more defensive capabilities than us. Um, yeah, our tier bonus I, for this season covered that and made it so that we had the strongest. Uh, but that tier set is gone next season, so we're back to being really weak defensively. I I I don't tank on vengeance, but I still think that they should get more. I would love blur. That would make such a huge maybe, difference. Maybe not. The, the, maybe if they need to tone it down, so maybe you don't have to dodge, but just the damage reduction. I mean, that'd still be pretty good, hey? Yeah. Now, that being said, and this is this is kind of an interesting talent. Cause I think the talent choice is between having two charges of fiery brand, or having I think sigil of flame. Maybe it's with any. Hang on, let me pull up the talent calculator because I think. Um, so the, the talent is the fiery brand one, which gives you two charges of fiery brand, um, which is, you know, pretty nice and whatnot, but the other option, it goes into the, um, that's not it. Where's the talent calculator? I thought I had the talent calculator, but I did not. Hunter Vengeance. All right. So the other talent is, oh yeah. So the first, the first choice is Firebrand has a 15 second reduced cooldown and one additional charge, which is currently everyone's using that talent. Uh, but they're adding the talent choice. I, I, I wish it wasn't a choice. I wish you just have both of these options. But the other one is sigils, all sigils. So that's your sigil of silence, your sigil of flame, your sigil of change, your Elysian decree, all that stuff has two charges instead of one. And whenever any enemies that are affected by your Sigil of Flame, have a, you have a 20% increased chance to parry attacks from enemies afflicted by Sigil of Flame. So that's kind of like having Blur Up for that time. Yeah. So that's what I think is going to be interesting, because I don't, I don't know how much stronger parry is compared to just a flat-out damage reduction. Um, uh, but I think that could make an interesting play for Sigil and Sigil of Flames especially. I believe with the proper builds, um, Sigil of Flame, I think it's, where's Sigil of Flame? Sigil of Flame is now baseline, I guess. I think that's the case. I think it's baseline. Um, but... Your sigil of flames, any any so you can reduce the cooldown by three seconds every time you use a sigil. Your sigils last for two seconds longer. Uh your sigil of flame does a bunch more 
damage, security. Alright, so I think essentially your Sigil of Flame should be able to um, last for 10 seconds, I think. And then having two charges, you have 20 seconds, and I think it's like a 30 second cooldown, maybe less than that. I'll have to test it on PTR and see. But that's pretty high uptime on that parry chance if you have that going. Yeah. Um, especially with the additional charge and the uh, cycle of binding, which allows your... Um, anytime you use a sigil, all of your other sigils that are in cooldown are reduced by three seconds. So that's a yeah. big, big change there. I think a talent... It's, it's, I don't know if it's going to be better than Fiery Brand. And I think it definitely forces you to play to the Sigil build, but I think for Mythic Plus, the Sigil build may have a, a spot in there. Um, I also really like Dark Lair Boon now that Fell Devastation is a 40 second cooldown instead of a one minute cooldown. Because Fell Devastation with Dark Lair Boon, it has a chance to refund 20 to 40 Fury, and it has a chance to, or it refreshes 20. Actually, it's not even a chance, it just automatically it will refund 20 to 40 Fury. And it will refresh 20 to 40 percent of its cooldown so that could potentially um you're guaranteed at 20 percent that's guaranteed to make it a 32 second cooldown and potentially could drop it to a 24 second cooldown so that's a big big change there um which makes that fell devastation better so i i really like dark lair boom going into this next season with the fell devastation being low, lesser cooldown cool um, yes, um, uh, you take over. So I'm not going to go over the classes I don't really know much, like balance, so we'll just continue on. Right. Um, so we have Devastation Puffs. It's uh, all spell and ability damage increased by 3% and Disintegrate increased by 15 That That's pretty good. I mean, it's not going to make them better Dogmentation by any means. But um, it, it actually will help Devastation out a lot in PvP, I think. Um, just having that disintegrate damage buffed even more. It already does a lot of damage as is, but that 50% might be a little bit much in PvP. Uh, but in PvE, it's like, you know, it's it's definitely helps on priority targets and single target fights, but it's not, like I said, dog mutations is still better. Um, uh, some misweaver changes. There was uh, some buffs to Windwalker. Uh, they increase Rising Sun Kick by 10%, Defensive Fury by 5%, and it does 10% more damage to uh, primary targets. Roller Dragon Punch got buffed again, because I know it was buffed recently, so another 10%. And then they changed some tier stuff, I'm not going to go into because I don't know enough about it. And then on to the Rogue. Uh, so Assassination, they increased Leeching Poison to grant 10% Leech instead of 5. That does not apply in PvP. Which is fine, because uh, you don't have to really run the HTTP to begin with. But So the 10% is nice over PV. It helps, like, makes it a little more tankier. They're actually healing for quite a bit of damage. Um, Crimson Tempest was reduced by 5%, which honestly is fine. I, I think it's fine. I, from my testing as Assassination, uh, Crimson Tempest is insane. It, the damage it was doing is just bonkers. I think the 5% is not going to change like, their position in people's tier list if they have them i think assassination is still top spec in the game and is up there competing with outlaw in some scenarios uh, uh and so here's another change is that 
there's an ability, I don't know if you know this, that when you're attacking, you have a chance to get a, a, the ability to use ambush, regardless of stealth or not, and you can just use it once. So, the thing that changed is that the blind side of the town, the prox ambush, just automatically replaces mutilate. So you don't have to have the a ambush binded like I had to, you know? Like it's taking yeah, up, yeah, taking yeah. Up, taking up a spot now. Yeah, that's now definitely that a good change. Yeah, so I'm, I'm glad for that too, and that counts for the other specs as well. Uh, outline sub. <clears throat> nice. Um, so this build called Sanguine Blades uh, is in tweaked a lot recently so basically when you have bleeds up and it counts for all three uh groat rupture and crimson tempest uh when you're above a certain energy threshold like i think it's like 150 energy or higher you're automatically getting ticks of uh of damage extra off of your bleeds so it's duplicating the damage was so it's like the damage by 25 percent was 20 so it just adds more of a dot feature to like what you already have going on um it's it's very strong it was a lot stronger when the, when the first ptr came out uh with this patch so that is obviously they're gonna nerf it from what it was but i think it's at a very strong position now by going back to 25 and not 20. so that's pretty cool i'm looking forward to testing that out too um the last two things for assassination you have sudden demise which increases your bleed damage with 10 percent flat out and then when a target hits like 25 or 30 percent maximum health left the bleeds will like trigger all at once to do like a big hit of damage um it does not consume the bleeds as far as i know it just does the rainy damage just instantly uh and then it has now a 10 second delay before it can do it again because i my testing on ptr was a little scuffed on target dummies that were already at one health from all the people just had testing <laughs> so I, I, put my, I put my bleeds up and then I just be getting sent to my procs and crazy and uh, it was it was doing a lot of damage and because like yeah everything at one health you have bleeds right. up on everything so yeah so the 10 second delay is fine uh, it's still I think it's a good talent because it just along with that execute phase it does straight up increase bleed damage by another 10% which is pretty cool uh, the out the the four set is now when used uh, in Venom you get a buff on yourself that increases the chance to put on poisons, I believe. If you use a Venom again while you have that buff, it did an explosion and hitting everyone around for like, damage. Um, which means it wasn't very good in single target. But they changed that to increase damage by 150% if it only hits one single target. So it makes it good for a single target as well because it was awful for single target. So that's a good change. Um, not very much left so we got outlaws sinister strikers increased by 10 percent um i know people are putting outlaws outlaw and havoc is like the top specs for mythic plus currently in the meta which can change obviously but this is what people are kind of testing out a lot um and the outlaw had insane aoe damage for every pull there's always constant aoe but their single target was not the best it wasn't the worst it wasn't the best so sensor strike buff can help with that single target and then like i said with the ambush audacity uh, is just a different name for it and the ambush replaces sensor strike when prox you know to have like ambush keep on it which is nice the big one for me that i'm looking at right now and i'm looking forward to it in pvp is killing spree increased by 25 percent 
which is insane because on the PTR, it does about 200K over 2.7 seconds, I think it is. So 25% more, you're hitting like, it's gonna hit hard. And it doesn't say it doesn't affect, like it doesn't say not affecting PVP. So it, right as it is now, it's really strong in PVP. So Killing Spree is back. I think that's pretty cool. Cause it's like an iconic ability from combat that Outlaw just had, but never, no one ever used. Um, so yeah, I think it's pretty cool. I don't expect it to go 20, 25%. I don't expect it to go live like that. I think it's a little strong. And then subtlety is just a couple changes. Well, this rate was increased by 8%. Um, exhilarating execution that causes finishing moves to heal for 5% of the damage done was three. So a little extra healing, kind of like leech, but a little bit weaker. Um, the shadowed finishers, finisher shadow damage value increased to 30% was 25. I believe that's the talent we're using attacks. There's a chance to summon the clone that'll do the attack again for like 50% of the damage that you did it as. I think I reduced it to 30% now. If I'm thinking of the talent correctly, I think. Um, which is pretty cool. It's a it's a cool ability for sure. Nice. And then um, this last last one to go through. Uh, the Shuriken Tornado. So basically, Shadow Blaze is revamped this patch coming up this 10.2 so before it was you pop shadow blades it's a two minute cooldown all it did is increase the damage of your cobble point generator to 50 percent now it's they got rid of that now it's just straight up 20 percent increased damage and every ability you use fills up your cobble points so you have 20 seconds of every ability filling up seven cobble points at a time you know um the, so they changed it so Saruk and Storm, the tornado ability, does not give you the combo points for Shadow Blades. Because uh, how I don't know if you if you know much about subtlety, but uh, Saruk and Tornado is that ability that you just click, and like every second it's does a like a fan of knives kind of ability, and it just fills up your combo points because of all the targets you're hitting. Right. Uh, so they're basically what they're doing. What people were doing in the beta on the PTR, I mean. Uh, was that they would pop Shadow Blades and then click Shuriken Tornado even if it was single target because it's filling up combo points every global so you have an extra global to just spam Eviscerate so you're just getting like four Eviscerates off in four seconds without having to click anything else because of how, they, they, how the combo, combo points generated from Shadow Blades or whatever so they're basically trying to get rid of that so that you don't use Shuriken Tornado in a single target fight which I think is good for the game because as strong as it as fun as it sounds it was too strong <clears throat> um, um uh, actually i've seen this player's player here my bad i did not see this before talking about killing spree it says killing spree damage no longer increased in pvp combat was increased by five percent i don't think counts towards the 25 percent that they put in because it doesn't say it just says like was increased by five percent. So I, I don't know. I could be wrong with the killing spray. I'm not sure. It's not. It's not very like, clear about what they're changing exactly. Sounds like they're just saying that it, it's not going to be increased. Yeah, but they would have put the twenty five percent and not just the five percent. So I'm a little bit confused. Anyways, yeah. Like I said, I doubt. I doubt killing spray buff will go live in PvP. And that's the changes. Well, I think. I think what you're saying have. is that I think. The killing spree maybe was only five percent, only increased by five percent in PvP, and now it's not even increased at all. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, very possible, yeah. Because, like, how it was, it was just too strong to go live. Right. Yep. Um... But I, I, do, I do like the possibility of being able to run Killing Spree in PvE, though. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Anyways, go on. Um, as I say, so that's pretty much most of the tuning that we wanted to go over today. Uh, there's some yeah. other tuning stuff for shamans, warriors, some warlock tuning stuff. So feel free yeah. to check out the PTR notes and take a look at those. Um, uh, we'll definitely have more tier set tuning as well. So they've been yeah. making quite a bit of changes. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's looking... It's looking like this upcoming season will be the season of melee DPS, finally. Uh, I, I sure hope and, so. And I augmentation. <laughs> augmentation. Augmentation <laughs> hunter, rogue combos. Yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll be... Oh, yeah, we'll see a lot of augmentation demon hunter rogue. But I'm I'm sure there's going to be a lot of tuning and changing that will go through anyway. Um, I just hope that they don't... That right, they don't... Now, right now, the top... So, so Icy Veins has their their current PTR tier, tier list. Uh, which was updated yeah. as of three days ago. Um, and six out of, out of the top six, five are melee, and then there's augmentation at number one. <laughs> <laughs> so so we may have melee, and then uh, out of the top ten, you also throw in sub-rogue as well. So every rogue yeah. spec is in the top ten according to their tier list. Oh, yeah. Um, so that's nice. All three, in a, all three in a great spot. I'm, I'll be looking forward to playing any of the three. Sur survival um, Hunters actually yeah. bounced back up quite a bit. They're 12 yeah, they, at the moment. They, they're, they're doing actually pretty good from what I... I mean, well, from content I've watched, Survival Hunters and Circus AOE burst now. Yeah. Again, let's click their bombs to get increased with Fear of the Eagle and etc. Yep. And they have Devastation Evoker at the very bottom. <laughs> in last. 27th. <laughs> yeah, but they that have perceived that it needs more text more testing so mm. you know and also again the caveat with all tier lists is we don't know where anything's going to play out until we start a season we yeah. still have about a month a little less than a month so there's going to be you know three four more weeks of tuning i doubt we'll see too much tuning the week of blizzcon because they're going to be a little busy yeah. and getting ready um i think we'll have everything i think i my personal opinion is I, I think that by the time the week of BlizzCon hits, they want to have all their tuning done, and then they can just roll out the patch uh, as soon as BlizzCon's over with that very next week. <laughs> so essentially all the people that are working on everything will have that week yeah. off, but they'll be working at BlizzCon. Um, yeah. You know, uh, but yeah, I, I think that about covers everything for tonight. So, yep. uh, what was your week in WoW been like, sir? It's been low-key. We didn't really do much. Right. Um, yeah. I, well, I did a lot of PvP. You know, I got my elite set on my Rogue and my Evoker. Um, kind of working on my death lane now. But Oh, I know. Um, I know. I know what you haven't talked about yet. Uh, what did you, yeah, what did you get on your Evoker? So, three, four weeks now, I think, eh? I'm not I think sure. I think I think you had the item the last episode. But I don't think you had the actual you had the quest side, but I don't think you had the actual legendary yet. Yeah, so I got I've got the legendary on my evoker and I checked my statistics, my in my uh my uh, achievement log whatever, and just see how many kills I had. I had thirteen heroic kills for uh, <laughs> to, to get it. Lucky so. number thirteen. Yeah. So I, I thought it was like nine or something, so like I didn't think I did that many, but 
yeah, I, I, uh, I, I got it on my 13th. I think I did four, four normal kills as well. Right. Um, but yeah, so that's pretty cool. I got it. I kind of wish Devastation was a little bit better because I really enjoyed that spec. Right. But it is what it is. I think they just need to buff it massively, in my opinion. Yeah. I did really enjoy the spec. I just, it just, it hasn't been good. Yeah, it's it's one of the weakest DPS specs for Mythic Plus right now. So yeah. I think they need to get some big giant buffs on it. Uh, make your, I, I don't know exactly how they can change it without making it too strong in single target because a lot of the stuff affects it single targetly. But uh, I think maybe, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I think they just need some think... tuning, some big tuning changes. I, I think tier set's a really good direction, though, to be honest. Oh, yeah? So, like, just go, go go over real quickly. It's like, you have Dragon Rage, two-minute cooldown, you know? You know that ability, right? Yep. So, for every five seconds you're in Dragon Rage, you get a 5% damage buff up to 25%. And then it stays for all of Dragon Rage. And then it stays for 25 seconds after Dragon Rage ends. Gotcha. So you have, so, and, it, and it procs it, uh, a, one of those free casts of like your disintegrator pyre. Mm-hmm. Every five seconds, they get a, every five seconds you get a free one as well. Nice. So I think the the set's really cool and it's very strong. I just don't know. I just don't know if they. I don't. I don't know what exactly they need to fix though, because I feel like. I think they just honestly okay. they, just, they just need overall damage increase because I they're just that's the biggest issue. They have great utility. They have great defensiveness. They just don't do enough damage. That's the biggest yeah. issue. Um, I think you could you could honestly give them. I know they just got what was a three percent damage buff. I feel like you could honestly could give Devastation like a ten percent across the board damage buff, um, and may, or maybe ten percent to everything except for uh, um, disintegration. I don't know. I don't think I think yeah. disintegration needs it anyway. But I, I, yeah, I think they're just. Damage-wise, I know from looking at Warcraft logs, they fall way below the top specs, like way below. Um, yeah. Actually, let me look real quick right now and get the numbers because, uh, like I said, I, it's I coming into Dragon Dragonflight, it was probably my favorite spec to play. Um, right. If it felt, I, I'm still gonna play it. Um, I just, I don't know. I, I kind of kind of wish it was better I, I but that being said i have i have faith that blizzard can fix it so i will continue to play my evoker so i can play it when it's good right yeah so i think just in like the meantime i'll just play augmentation until i can play dev yeah so right now your top your top specs i mean heck guardian druids able to do 200k on at the high level um, but like your your, your DPS, um, Frost Mage, Shadow Priest, all that, they're sitting about 30, 40k above Devastation. So like yeah. it's it's a big big difference. Yeah. Yeah, it. is what it is. Like I said, I'll continue to play it because I do really enjoy Invoker. So. Right. All right, um, and as far as my weekend, wow, uh, it basically was non-existent. I think we did, I did, I did a, we did a couple keys with your parents. I think Thursday or maybe Friday, I don't remember. And then, yeah, we did uh, a 
And then we did, I think, two keys on my monk, maybe three keys. Um, and yeah, then I had food poisoning and I didn't even, I barely logged back into the game. So, <laughs> so not a lot done on my end, but uh, jumping back into it this week, we shall see what happens. But uh, yep, that's about it. I got some Race World first stuff going on this week as well, getting prepped and stuff. Got a long ways to it, but it's been a fun. But uh, anyway, yeah. I think that is about it. So uh, feel free if you have any questions, comments, or anything said, whatever. Uh, feel free to hit up the uh, the chat, the, the chat, and uh, leave a comment, leave a like, subscribe, whatever, all that good stuff. Uh, yep. On our YouTube channel, which mine is Buckblind the Demon Hunter, where this will be posted at. Uh, Twitch, you can catch me at. Uh, uh, I guess now it's X dot. I don't know what it is. Uh, or not Twitch, Twitter. Uh, it's at BuckblindDH for whatever X you want to call it. I don't know. I'm still calling it Twitter because that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. Uh, for Twitch, twitch.tv slash BuckBlind. And then Bio, what are yours? Just QQ underscore Bioshock for uh, Twitch and YouTube. There we go. All right. So uh, there it is. Episode 30 is a wrap. Uh, so, uh, and I know we are nearing if not already hit the one year mark of uh, us starting the podcast I don't remember let me be here because I know we're close yeah it's it's getting there when was the first episode pull this up real quick on my channel playlist the first episode was just says one year ago just give me an exact date september 30th yeah so we have we are just over a year now since our year at our one year anniversary so i guess this, nice. is, this will technically this will be our season two i guess oh yeah yeah so so yeah this will be season two episode one uh but we'll keep counting 30 episodes <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah no awesome yep but uh yeah i think that is gonna do it for now so yep. everyone thank you for watching thank you for listening and have a wonderful night bye